is good. All of our listeners, welcome to another episode of Games and Groceries. My name is Adam. I'm Liz. And Sonic the Hedgehog is part of the Illuminati. I did not tell Liz what I was going to say because it's confirmed. Sonic the Hedgehog, part of the Illuminati. Don't add me. Uh, You're right. I wouldn't have let you say that. Exactly. So stupid. Well, I mean, what what is the Illuminati? Is it is it like a club where they get free ice cream on Wednesdays? Okay, so every all the listeners need to understand Yeet. that Adam literally says everything is part of the Illuminati. Like I hear the word Illuminati at least once a week. Well, Floki's, from Adam's mouth, Floki's so. a part of the Illuminati. <laughs> what what is the Illuminati? Is it like triangle love? Shouldn't you know if you're going to say everything's part of it? I think you're part of the Illuminati. Of course. I, I think par- someone who is part of the Illuminati would, would say, like, you should know what the Illuminati is because that's how they get you to get free ice cream every anyway. Wednesday. Uh, so, welcome to another episode of Games and Groceries. My name is Adam. No, I'm not doing this again. Oh, Rats for <laughs> Liz, how you doing? I'm good. Yeah. I am excited. For Life is Strange coming out this Thursday? Yeah. Yeah. I'm also scared of that, but I'm really oh. excited for vacation. Yeah, uh, we're going to go on vacation uh, to see my mom on Mama's Day. Yeah. And also the rest of the week. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're pretty excited for that. Just to uh, be back home in Central PA. So that would be pretty nice. See my mama. So excited. Mom, mama Games and Groceries. Mama Games and Groceries. Mama Games and Groceries. Uh, but yeah, so the uh, next few episodes, though, uh, like I said before, Life is Strange uh, Season 2, Episode 3 is coming out this Thursday. Uh, we're going to record our thoughts. Uh, that's going to be Episode 49. Uh, but yeah, it actually looks pretty decent. Mm-hmm. Like, it looks really good. Like, uh, the graphics look better, in my opinion. Anyway, like, it's not, like, objective, but I think the graphics look much better. The story look, look, looks like it's going to be picking up. It's going to be, like, reaching its potential finally. So that's Episode 49, right? But Episode 50 which is May 20th, and I want to remind you every week that May 20th, our 50th episode, we're going to have an AMA, an Ask Me Anything, or Ask Us, an AUA, uh, and Ask Us Anything, where you can just submit your questions to us, whatever you want. Uh, you can tweet at us using the hashtag GG50, or you can email us, because I know some of our listeners aren't all on Twitter, so you can email your question uh, to gamesandgroceries at gmail.com. So on episode 50, on May 20th, we're going to be answering as many questions as we can. We've got a lot of questions so far. Mm-hmm. We won't be able to answer all of them, but we're going to take the, the top uh, few questions. Not few questions. Not the top few, but we're, we'll, you know, answer. try and touch on as much as we can, answer as many as we can. Yeah. Um, Some questions we don't just don't have an answer for. Yeah. Yeah. That's all. So it's still there's still time. You got until May 20th. To submit your, I'll say May nineteenth actually, May nineteenth to submit your questions, yeah. um, and then we'll an- answer as many as you can. So again, you can submit your questions to our, our Twitter using the hashtag GG50, or you can email us gamesandgroceries at gmail.com. Wow. So before we get into our first segment, which is movie minutes, uh, we just want to shout out our social media pages. You can definitely follow us uh, on Twitter. At games and gro- oh, sorry about that. That's our Instagram. You can follow us on Instagram, games and groceries, all one word. But you can follow us on Twitter, at gaming groceries. So you can follow us, all the updates that we make. But you can follow us individually. I'm at Ace the Grocer, and I'm at Journey First. So you can follow us individually. Be friends with us. Love us. Give give us all of your love. Or talk you, to us. Or talk to us. You have way more followers than I do. I do, but they're mostly writers and authors and things that go along with being an author. There are some writers who are also yeah. gamers, like I, and there are some just gamers. Um, but yeah, most of them are authors. The writing community just kind of follows everyone. Yeah, nobody. <laughs> and loves if you're me. a writer, everyone in the writing community will just follow you. <laughs> nobody loves me, so please give me some love <laughs> on Twitter at Ace the Grocer. So that'd be cool. Uh, and then finally, uh, we'd like to shout out our website, gamesandgroceries.com. You can go on there. You can listen to all of our episodes from the website, and you can read articles. Uh, I, I want to submit at least one article per week. Even when I'm on vacation, I might snag out uh, a quick article. Yeah. But the last article I wrote was about the Sonic the Hedgehog trailer and the conspiracy theory I have on that. But you can go ahead, 
read that on the website. So uh, have fun with that because I, I think it was a pretty good article. Yeah, it was. It was a good article. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't cite anything. I just uh, put on my aluminum hats and I just go, here we go. Conspiracy theory. Illuminati time. Free ice cream on Wednesdays. What? I think that's the Illuminati. Pretty sure. No. So let's just jump into our first segment. Movie Minutes. Movie Minutes is a segment where we'd like to talk about the movies that we saw this past week, whether it be on Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, or in theaters. And we just want to discuss the movie, whether we recommend it to you or we don't recommend it to you. And this week, we caught up. We finally watched the movie John Wick 2. Now, we watched this movie on Amazon Prime. We rented it for $4. So if you're interested in this, that's where we found it. So let's get to it. Ten minutes on the clock. What do you think? Opening thoughts. I enjoyed it. Yeah? Um, dur- While we were watching it, I said, I'm like, man, I always forget how much I like these movies. Yeah. Um, it's cause it's a second one, but like movies like that, because when we first started dating, I didn't watch action movies right? at all. Mm-hmm. And, but you knowing that I like every movie I see, which I don't think we've ever told our mm-hmm. listeners that I tend to like every movie I see. I'm trying to think of a movie that you really didn't like. Like I really hated. Yeah. Um, there's probably a couple, like yeah. if I hate a movie, you have to know it's pretty bad. Yeah. Um, but I always like some part of almost every movie I see. Right. Um, so I did open my world up to action movies. And so when, but I still, it's not part of my natural sequence to be like, let's watch an action movie. Um, so when, <laughs> I'm sorry, the dog just wiped out. It was funny. Um, but I'm going through the past rankings that he gave. <laughs> Uh, but keep going. Um, with when we were watching John Wick Two, I was like, "Oh man, I always forget how much I like just because they're so like bam, 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 bam." And I just love it. It's just awesome. Yeah. I I just love like the skill involved, like watching the skill of like not the actor but the character and the actor. Um, I just really enjoy it. So. Yeah, I'll find that ranking later. I I feel like there was a movie that we watched that you gave a pretty low ranking to. But Captain yeah. Marvel. Mm, you still gave it a six. Yeah. I thought I don't think I've given a movie under a five yet. Yeah. Uh, so my thoughts on this, and I, and I wrote down some notes for this. So the intro to this movie isn't as emotional as the first film. Yeah. Whereas the first film, if you watched it, you know, you know, you watch the trailers, you know what it's about. Uh, John Wick, you know, he comes out of basically retirement uh, because... They stole his car and they killed his dog. So now he's just like, that, that was the only thing I ever loved. And, well, uh, okay, you're taking that way out of context. The dog was a gift. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Let, let, just in case they haven't seen the first John Wick, which actually, if you were listening to our review of John Wick 2. Exactly. Sorry. Okay, you can spoil it. But so you're taking it way out of context. First, his wife dies. This yeah. we're talking about the first one. The first one, his wife dies. Yeah. And she knew she was dying. And she sent her husband a dog because she knew that he would need something yeah. to show love to and to love him back. Exactly. So when people come and kill his dog, <laughs> yeah, he gets a little angry. But that's the thing. Like, it's emotional. You feel for John Wick. I didn't want to, like, throw into the, the wife dying thing. But then I thought if you were listening to John Wick 2 right now, you're listening to our review, you probably already saw John Wick. Or you just like spoilers. And it's in the first, it's in like the first five minutes of yeah. the movie. So it's not like it's really spoiling anything because it's not a major part of the movie. Mm-hmm. It's what makes the movie the movie, but it's not a major point. But you feel for John Wick, you feel for his struggle. Whereas this one, it wasn't as emotional as the first film and it wants to be action for action's sake. But it was good. I liked the opening of this movie. I thought it yeah. was awesome. <laughs> See, I came in expecting... I don't know if I was expecting a lot or just expecting like the first film, but like, yeah, I just felt like the first film caught lightning in a bottle. It was like the perfect action film for it, me. I mean, it was when we saw that they were making a John Wick 2, we were kind of yeah. annoyed because nowadays you see so many sequels to mm-hmm. movies that just aren't necessary. They just make sequels now because they're like, oh, people love the first one. Let's make a second one because... They'll come see it. Let's make exactly. some money. And so we tend not to be in favor of sequels. Right. Um, so this one was much more action oriented. And like there was it was very. Uh, and the, the next note I have the tone of the movie <clears throat> rather than like a boogeyman assassin, like mm-hmm. like 
have you heard of John Wick? Like this is this is like an urban legend kind of assassin. Yeah. The tone of this movie was more international spy assassin rather than like the boogeyman. Yeah, I mean, but it did show his effect in that world. Yeah. Because they did refer to him as the boogeyman more. They did not more than the first film. Well, yeah. Yeah. But they did refer to his skill and it showed where he stood in that world before he had retired. Like, yeah, you know, so I did, I enjoyed that. Yeah. I enjoyed that sequence. Yeah. And like, it, it wasn't even the sequence. It was just like the, the tone sets, mm-hmm. you know, like, and, and that's, I think what threw me off is because I wanted more John wick. I wanted more the boogeyman. Like I mm-hmm. wanted more of like people fearing for him rather than like, so, like he goes yeah. in like almost like James Bond like he goes into like the hotel and it's like oh Mr. Wick oh, what 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 weapons would you like and like I need something robust or or it's like the Matrix like I need some guns but, see I like that sequence and but, then like the tuxedo yeah. part where they like inlaced it it just very felt very James Bond rather than John Wick that's true yeah Um, and I do have to agree <clears throat> that like before it was people fearing him. Yeah. And now it's not so much. Exactly. Yeah. Um because of who he's fighting, I'm not gonna give that away. Yeah. But um and there were some fight sequences that I even said to you when we were watching, I'm like, all right, this is going on too long. Yeah. Like, all right. Like I understand mm-hmm. it like I, I understood what they were trying to say, but it was going on a little too long. It yeah. was losing my attention. There was one scene like the first um, assassination where I was just like, ah, it, it made me like super uncomfortable. Oh my gosh, that was hilarious to watch Adam. I was just like, ah, but what are you doing? But that has nothing to do with the movie. That's because you're squeamish. I'm not squeamish. It's just like, it was weird. It wasn't weird. It was so weird. Like, like I just kept watching. I'm not going to spoil it, but I just yeah, kept Yeah, I was going to wa- say, I can explain it to you, yeah. but I can't on air. So. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. It's like, I can't spoil it, but it's like the first assassination. And it's just like, ah, what are you doing? Ah, ah, stop it. Stop. It was just like so. I think that has a lot to do with you being squeamish. I don't like, like, I don't know. Like, I don't, I can't explain it, what I'm squeamish okay. about. So when you see the movie, keep in mind, Adam can't watch medical shows we're just gonna leave it at that yeah it's i'm not <laughs> squeamish against blood or violence i'm squeamish against like medical blood like 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 he can't watch gray's anatomy yeah it's like ah stop it like stop. every time i'm watching gray's anatomy and he looks down in there in a surgery he's like what are you watching yeah it's like, <laughs> ugh. My, my final note on the film though is uh because the enemy wasn't really it the the enemy was never really clear like there was some multitude multitude of different enemies and i was thinking that like maybe this guy's gonna turn he's gonna be turn out the good guy kind of like willem dafoe's character uh i don't know the ending wasn't really as satisfying as the first film because the the enemies were never really set there was no big real twist in the film yeah i mean there was a i mean their antagonist was like the main antagonist Mm -hmm. was pretty clear it was just that they weren't a huge antagonist yeah. like it wasn't someone like oh my god they're so evil like yeah. go and get them and the twist in the film was kind of like oh no that's that no, was that was good i like that that was mm, it was a it was an okay twist it shocked me yeah i are we I on mean, the same it did page and it didn't yeah i don't want to say if we're on the same page or not yes oh yeah. oh no not that twist oh no i'm just talking about um, okay, we can't say it on air. Um, <laughs> Sorry, we're trying not to do spoilers, but after you go watch it, or if you want to know, just talk to us on Twitter. Yeah, we'll, please. We'll, we'll tell you. This is the hardest part, because, like, it's not a very spoilery m- movie. It's just very, like, it's just not quite clear what it's trying to do. Yeah. It, re- versus the first John Wick movie was very structured, very clear, very clear of the motives. Yeah. Are you talking about the ending twist? No, like the the mid-twist, where we'll talk about it off okay. air. Um, but yeah, it was, um, it just wasn't clear to me what the motive was for this movie. Yeah. No, I understand Like what, what the purpose is for this movie. And it really didn't have any purpose other than to be like, pow, pow, John Wick. Yeah. John Wick is now international spy. Pew, pew. All right. So in the final minute, let's just talk about our final rankings. Uh, why don't you go for yours? Mine was a seven. Mm -hmm. Um, I was torn, I think between, what was it, a... 
7 or a 7.5 or a 7 or an 8. Yeah, I was I remember I was torn. I gave it a 7 because it was a good movie. I yeah, seven thoroughly is a enjoyed movie. it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. It wasn't a waste of time. Yeah. Um there were just some things like I said the fight scene went on too long. Yeah. And the fight scene between him and Common. Yeah. Yeah. So like there even some other ones like the like every time he fought Common it was yeah. Yeah. It was a long fight and I just lost that interest every time. Like the second like the second fight they got into I stopped paying attention. I was like I'm I, this is going to go on forever. Yeah. So it just wasn't as interesting. Um that had a lot to do with. Mm-hmm. It was the that those fight scenes. Um and it, it just like you said it wasn't mm-hmm. the same John Wick. Like even his personality was different. Yeah. He didn't like he had the drive, but at the same time he didn't. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that's that's why it wasn't the same person. Like it wasn't the same John Wick, and the fight scenes just took forever. Exactly. I'm just gonna quickly go over my uh, ranking. I gave it a six point five. Uh, I I only gave it a six point five because it wasn't just above average. Because a six is you know above average, mm-hmm. and then seven is a decent film. I think this was just a little bit above above average, I guess. But yeah. it, to me, it wasn't a decent film because it didn't really have a purpose or a drive. Yeah. If this was a standalone film, I might have given it a 7.5. Yeah, but since it was a sequel, you knew... I you had expectations. You knew what you were expecting, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I have expectations for sequels because it's a direct sequel. Mm-hmm. It's not like it's a new IP. It's, an, it's a new character, but this just didn't really have a purpose. But I did hear good reviews about John Wick 3, which we're going to go see in theaters. Yes. Um, but that's why we wanted to see John Wick 2. But this one just didn't really have any purpose for me. Not like the yeah. first one. I'm curious of what John Wick 3 is going to be about. Because the ending mm-hmm. of John Wick 2, I was like, okay. Yeah. like We could do something with that. And then John Wick 3, I'm like, oh, okay. So so that was our... Uh, and Oh, final thoughts. Uh, not a waste of time. No, definitely not. Not a waste I of time. Still, I definitely suggest renting it. It's worth the rental fee and you don't really need to see the first john wick honestly no not you don't really. you don't because need they to. kind of explain it in the intro of john wick 2 yeah like they kind of tell you what happened exactly so yeah not a waste of time it's just th- these are our thoughts you can go with it as, as you will so but i think this is a good time to jump to our second segment top three Gaming news. The top three gaming news is the gaming news that we saw this past week, and we ranked it three, two, one, just to keep you informed of what's going on in the gaming industry. So let's just jump into our number three in the top three gaming news. Uh, investors, if you remember the Madbox, uh, investors are pulling out of Slightly Mad Studios' console called the Madbox. If you remember the Madbox. Uh, it was supposed to be this new console that was um, going to rival the next Xbox, the next uh, the PlayStation 5. It was said to be like really powerful, the most powerful. They never really claimed it was the most powerful system. It was really weird. Uh, the design was very futuristic. They had a lot of components in it. But just this past week, two major investors have pulled out from Madbox and marketing director Nathan Bell says the studio um, or uh, or the announcement of Stadia, not Studio Stadia, is to blame for all this because um, Google came out saying that um, uh, what's what's the word streaming video games mm-hmm. was the future. Like oh th- everything's gonna be streaming. Uh, the next Xbox is gonna have the X Cloud, all these cloud gaming. So investors are seeing this like oh consoles aren't the future. We should pull out of this, and that's what Nathan Bell. Uh, is talking about slightly mad studios also withdrew their application to trademark the name madbox because of a french games company uh also by the name madbox opposed it, it they never really said that they were going to sue them it's just that when they put in their application yeah. the french game studios just said hey we're also madbox and you're also a video game company so it's going to create some confusion so maybe don't do that yeah there's no confirmation if the studio's console is canceled, but they really need to reroute it fast. Yes. So they're like saying like, hey, you know, so Madbox isn't the name, so we're going to rename it. We're working on it. I'm like, you need to do that quick. and get I thought some of a really good name. What's the new name? Fight Case. 
What? Sight case. Because, so, like, I feel like if you add box, it's too much like Xbox. Well, that's what I said originally. So, I was like, all right, what's, what's like, the, in the, on the same line, though? Sight case. Yeah. That's really cool. I would buy that just for the name. Sight case? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I mean, like, here's the thing. Uh, with, with any kind of name, it doesn't matter what the name is. It's oh, all no, it about... Doesn't. What's, yeah, like, it's all about brand recognition. Yeah. Like, a lot of times people ask us, you know, games and groceries. Why games and groceries? And we'll answer that in the AMA. That's one of our yeah. questions. But to give you a short answer, it really doesn't matter what your name is. It's just about getting brand recognition. Mm-hmm. Think about the name Pepsi. Like, Pepsi is just, like, a stupid name. Like, l- let's say, name. like, let's say Pepsi never existed, and your friend comes up with, like, hey, I got this cola company. Uh, it's gonna be massive. What do you think? What's the name of it? Pepsi. Okay. Even yeah. Coca Cola makes sense, but Pepsi. Coca Cola made sense when it was made. Let's put it. Let's that put way. it that way. It's, it doesn't make sense so much now, but it makes sense for when it was made. But it's all about brand recognition, though. It is. Yeah. Um. So I kind of feel bad for slightly mad because they 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 look like they had a lot of hope for the system. They they said that this was gonna be their future. And now they're they're stuck making oh no car games project cars oh no yeah they tried to go above their expectations yeah and it's just but like I want to see them succeed I do, I do I'm I'm, yeah. a, I'm very interested in what a brand new system would look like because with the PlayStation and the Xbox and even Nintendo they've been around mm. for a long time to see yeah. a brand new company come out yeah with their first station. As opposed to all these companies who mm. ha- already have established companies yeah. in the um, in the market, yeah, in the industry, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it'd and be it's interesting. just I think it'll be much more difficult today, just because I'm currently reading the book or listening to the book, audiobook, audiobook.com. We're not sponsored, um, but I'm listening to the book Console Wars between Sega and Nintendo, and Sega mm-hmm. coming into the mix trying to compete with Nintendo. And now when Xbox or first PlayStation came out and then Xbox came out, what's interesting is that like the industry was still kind of new to the mainstream. It was still kind of like a kid thing. It was very teenager. Plus, when the Xbox came out, it was the early 2000s with like Mountain Dew and babes and yeah, like that was a really good time for Xbox to come out. Whereas today, it's it's much more established. Gaming is much more in the mainstream. You have your consoles. I'm not saying it's impossible. No, but I would be really interested in seeing it. If they made it, I would consider buying it just to support yeah. someone trying something new. Exactly. And someone trying to go above expectations. But for now, um, they have investors pulling out of it. Like they're just saying, like, yeah. no, I, I think I'll take my money somewhere else. Maybe to like something that's going to be cloud mm-hmm. gaming. Um, and they need to rework a name, but they better work pretty quick. But I'm I'm still gonna follow them. They never oh, yeah. said that's canceled, but it's it's interesting. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's number three. Let's move on to number two, which a lot of people, oh boy, a lot of people are talking about. Number one, not a lot of people are talking about, but we'll get to that. Number two. Um. Okay. All right. What's up, Tim Sweeney? How you doing? By the way, I I just rebeat, not not just beat, but I just replayed uh, Gears of War two, and I was watching the credits, and I see Tim Sweeney's face on there. I'm like, there you are. What's up, Tim? Um, Epic Games buys Psyonix, the studio behind Rocket League, uh, and may take it away from Steam. Oh man, Tim, what are you doing? Uh, so the deal is official. Like, it's officially complete. It's in pen by the end of May and will come to Epic in late 2019. Uh, Rocket League will still be supported on Steam, that they say, uh, but it's still not But it's still not confirmed as an Epic exclusive. They, they still mm-hmm. haven't said it out loud. But Cyanix writes, um, We believe bringing Rocket League to a new audience with more support w- is a win for everybody. We believe Rocket League to new audiences. I would like to get through a week without having to talk about Epic. I know. Like, <laughs> here, here's the thing. It's just, I don't have any problem with you buying a studio, right? Like, Microsoft is doing that. Yeah. Like, but with the with Epic's track record where... It's being a child. Yeah. He honestly is. It's just like, 
he's he's going for the big guns here because I know a lot of people are super invested in Rocket League, especially mm -hmm. on Steam. Like I I know a kid like from our from our youth group who's yeah. put in like well over two thousand hours of Rocket oh, League yeah. on Isn't Steam. Isn't that what he plays? Um, no, he plays League. Oh okay. Yeah. Never mind then. Yeah, he Ignore plays me. League. Um, and that's the thing. There's many people invested on Steam, and it's one thing to take away games that are coming to Steam, but it's another thing to like take away a game that's well established in the Steam ecosystem. So Tim is just like saying, like, okay, if you won't uh, match developers, we're gonna rob you of your game. And I don't. And here's the thing: I don't blame Psyonix for taking this because yeah. even they said we believe bringing Rocket League to new audiences. Will with more support, with more financial support. Here's the problem I have with that statement, though. So I don't blame Psionics for taking this nah. deal. the The problem I have is that we believe bringing Rocket League to new audiences. It's still PC gaming. Yeah, it's the same that's audience. Not a new audience. That's the same audience. The new audience is on Switch. When you brought it over to Switch, that's a new audience. Yeah, that's a new audience. Putting it on consoles, that's a new audience. But you're saying it like, oh, you know, because nobody with a PC can honestly have both Epic and Steam. That's impossible. So we're going to bring it to the people who are fans of the Epic Game Store. Yeah, that, that makes no sense. It's still a PC. So what are you talking about? Like, it, it makes zero sense. Yeah. So I, if they just ended with like, hey, listen, bring it over to a platform that gives us more support... But they had to add in new audiences, and that's what bothered me the most. Mm -hmm. uh, what do you think about all this? Like I said, I would like to get through the week without having to talk about Epic Game Store. Mm -hmm. um, I just... I don't even know what to say about it anymore. It's yeah. just so much... Like, I, they're just being children. Like, it's not... Tim Sweeney's like, being a child, yeah. He's not buying companies because he wants to make Epic Game Store better. Yeah. He's buying companies to be like, hey, it's mine now. Like Exactly. He's being a child. And like if he was buying companies and doing all these things to better his game store online or on the PC, yeah. Like that would be fine. Like I'd be fine with that. Yeah, build your company, make it better. But you're just taking companies and forcing people and holding them hostage on your game store and and not making your game store any better. Like you're getting all this money coming in from people playing these games on your store. Yeah. But you're not using that money for good. You're just using it to take more companies from gamers yeah like just make your game store better and people will want to play games on your they'll ask their companies that they play yeah like that they play their games to they'll ask them like hey can you guys get on epic game yeah. store so i can play your games i really prefer to play on that like make mm -hmm. your game store better and then people will want to want your games like games on that store. exactly and that's the thing it's just so the, this whole situation is so stupid, and, and I agree with you. Like, I want to go through a week where I don't see on Twitter. It's like, I remember when I first saw, saw the story on Twitter. It's like, oh, Epic by Psionics. And I was like, oh, God, I don't care. Like, I really don't have an opinion. But my only opinion was Psionics' statement where they said yeah. to new audiences. That's it's not new, the not new same audience, Psionics. It's the same audience, it's, except you're screwing over the new audience yeah you're making the players who played you on steam yeah now you're making them play on a worse platform yeah, like fantastic but again i'm not putting cyanix on the blame here because if i was in their shoes and i needed yeah. more support yeah money's money money's money like you need to make a living you want to make your game so much better than it is in fact like if if epic wanted to buy this podcast i don't know it's just like more support there i don't know they'll buy I have a feeling after what we've said about Epic, they're yeah. not buying our podcast. <laughs> this is going to be a hostile takeover. That's all. You didn't silence your phone. I didn't. Uh, but uh, yeah, so that's all really we have to say about the whole matter. But not to blame Psionics, more to blame on Epic. And I think with their PR statement, we believe bringing Rocket League to new audiences, that's just a PR yeah. statement. They don't really mean that because they know the situation. Right? Yeah. So let's finally get to our number one gaming news. So this one, I didn't know about. Nobody's talking about this. Not anybody. I only saw this on a Hulu, uh, a Hulu commercial, right? And I was just like, ooh, that's, not a, that's really not going to be a good thing. So I see this commercial called uh, 
Adventure Academy, right? And it's by the same makers of um, ABC Mouse, right? Yes. And I've seen commercials for ABC Mouse on regular cable TV. Yeah. And and that's, well, it's the same makers I know about ABC Mouse. But then, like, Adventure Academy, it's like, oh, it's it's so great. It's like for middle schoolers, basically. Yeah. It's for, like, yeah, like Like elementary and five to 12. Yeah. Like grades, fifth grade to 12th grade. No, it's not for 12th grade. No, no, no. I remember they said high school. Like no way. Was, I'm pretty sure. I'll look it up. Yeah, go for it. Um, but I also have a statement from the creator. So, yeah. like, I see this commercial, and it's like an it's an MMO RPG, basically. Where, well, no, it's just an MMO. There's no RPG elements where you get to learn different things. And I'm like, ooh, an MMO where people chat with you? That's not going to end well. There's too many creeps on the internet where... Oh, it's kids 8 to 12. Yeah, 8 to 12. I thought I was thinking grades. Not no, age. no, no, no. Eight to, so ages 8 to 12 is Adventure Academy. Yeah, so so I, I looked this up, and I'm just like, okay, this is not going to end well. An MMO where kids are online chatting with strangers, that's not going to end well. Oh, here's a new thing that we didn't know. It's $10 a month. I already knew that. Yeah. I didn't know that. They didn't say that in the commercial. So let me get to why this is newsworthy, right? Uh, you might be saying like, oh, great, a new game. So I looked this up and I'm just like, okay, I'm trying to research this just to say like, okay, what kind of uh, parameters are they doing this? What kind of security measures are they putting in? Two names pop up. Uh, I'm sorry if I don't pronounce his name right. I'm so sorry. I'm not good with names. But uh, Kevin Beardsley and Alex Galvani, right? Uh, Kevin Beardsley, who is one of the original creators for World of Warcraft, and Alex Gavani, who is uh, one of the creators for Lord of the Rings Online, are the lead developers on this game. And I'm just like, what? Like, this is insane. So, this is actually described as a AAA MMO providing immersive learning adventure and an ever-expanding virtual world. Uh, and I just want to read a quote from you from uh, one of the creators from... Uh, the company, I can't remember what the company's name is. Oh, Age of Learning, Age of Learning. Our sole focus at uh, at Age of Learning is to help children build a strong foundation for academic success, says Doug, oh man, Doring, I guess, co-founder and CEO of Age of Learning. Our outstanding team has executed on this mission for many years, developing highly engaging and effective educational programs that early learners enjoy and the families and teachers trust. Finally, he says, Adventure Academy allows us to now meet parents' demands to bring a learning to life for older students during the critical elementary and middle school years. So this is a safe social element and it's gonna be including filtered chat functionality and parent control uh, chat. And for three years, apparently, for three years, Beardsley and Gavani uh, led a team to create the AAA experience and, and it's released on May 1st. So not only are they trying to put in these parameters to give like children like a really awesome MMO, but they're bringing, bringing in like like people from the industry. This isn't just some like tech nerd from, um, sorry. Uh, this is like it's not, not some graduate student like saying like, this is his first job. These are like the one that creates yeah. World of Warcraft yeah. and Lord of the Rings Online. So w- what do you think of this? Oh, man. Um, I mean, even I wasn't a huge fan of their first thing that they released, ABC Mouse. ABC Mouse, yeah. But that's for personal reasons. Um, as far as this online aspect mm-hmm. of Adventure Academy, because, like, we had, growing up, we had Leap into Learning. Or not, yeah. No, not Leap into Learning. That was my little sister's age group. Jumpstart? Yeah, we had Jumpstart. Mm-hmm. We had those CD-ROM games yeah. that we would put in, and they had one for each each grade. We had preschool. We had first, second, third, to through. I think they even had it all the way through 12th grade. Yeah. They had, you know, games that you could play to help learn, and they were fun to play, but you also learned while you were doing it, which is right. fine. It's that fact that this is online and these kids can talk to e- it's one thing they can talk to each other. Great, whatever, that's fine. But it's when we were watching it, you had pointed out like, yeah, so like creeps can get online. Creep online can go join because now there's a whole website full of children for him to talk to. Yeah, it's that's the disturbing part because they can say, well, no, you have to put in your birthday to prove that you're 12. Oh, uh, come on. Like that's not a parameter. Do you know how many kids our age would fake their age to get onto MySpace and Facebook? Yeah. You know what's the sad part, though? 
uh, here's the really sad part, and I pulled out this idea really quickly because as soon as I saw like the creator of World of Warcraft and Alex Gavani, I was like, ooh, maybe I should check it out and like see what they're doing. I'm like, no, 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 that. I'm yeah, I thought it too. I'm like, I would really like to go on this website and actually see what it's like, but I'm just like, but then I. But then I'm the enemy. Yeah, and then I'm the reason why I don't yeah. like it. <laughs> like, why are, you, why are you here, sir? I just wanted to see what's on here. Creep. Yeah. But like, yeah, so this is really cool, though. Um, I can appreciate this. I appreciate the idea, but I don't think they... I don't think they need to be talking to their friends when they're doing it. Like, mm -hmm. there is a way to share your scores and everything with your friends without having it open yeah. to conversation and everything. Like, Yeah, and it's... I don't know how this is going to be like an, an educational MMO. That, that, to me, is just kind of like... I don't understand, like, what you're trying to do there. But... These are really like titans in the industry. So it's because of that that I'm just like, okay, I may not understand it, but these people do. Yeah. You know, so it's weird. Um, yeah. It's out there. It, it released on May 1st. Please don't go on it. Like, if you're RH, please don't go on it. Yeah. Cause, um, but yeah, I'm good. I'm just going to keep my eye on it. Maybe like, I wonder if they have Twitter. I might, I might like brush on their Twitter just to see like yeah. any updates that happen. So, but it's just interesting to follow. Yeah. And, and like I said, they, they're describing it as a AAA MMO uh, experience with an ever expanding, ever expanding virtual world. So, we'll see where this goes. Yeah. Yeah. But keep if you do have kids and you're letting them go on it, I would just say keep an eye on it, just like mm -hmm. you would do any other time they're online. Yeah, true that. But you think it's a good time to go in our final segment? Sure. Let's just finally <laughs> have our coffee time. So every single week, we like to have a question or a topic from the gaming industry just to have a simple little discussion, conversation of, uh, you know, what we think about the topic or question. That, Good job. Thank you. <laughs> this week, we're talking about the case for short games, uh, sh you know, just uh, short um, story games. So let's, let's first define uh, what our short game is. So I wrote down in my notes that short games can be 2 to 25 hours long and can be concentrated story experiences. Now, the reason why I say 25 is like 25 is like, okay, you kind of had the cutoff. But like realistically, I think 20 is the mm -hmm. border. And then 25 is just like, you know. Whenever I thought of short, I always thought of the ones that only took you like four hours yeah. to finish. But when we were talking earlier, I was like, yeah, you know, like, I guess if it only took you three days to beat, that's not bad. Yeah. But thinking in an adult standards, how many adults have three days in a row to devote to playing a game? Well, it's not three days in a row. You don't have to beat it in a week. But, like, I would say 15 hours is still a yeah. short game. Because yeah. think about that. 15 hours, you can, if you're, like, a really busy adult... Uh, like right now, I'm p I'm playing Thimbleweed Park, and it, and according to HowLongToBeat.com, which I I highly recommend, I always check that website before I buy a game. Mm -hmm. and I was like, uh, how much investment do I have to put in this? And I'll you know, type in how long to beat, and if it says like 15 hours, I'm like, oh yeah, dope, let's do this, um, because then you can do incremental stuff. Yeah, you know. So, um, but so you're saying that like a short game for you is like maybe 10 hours tops. Yeah, but I mean, I wouldn't say that 20, I, I think 20 hours is long. Because if we're going mm -hmm. by hours, which as yeah. an adult, you kind of have to because you can only play for maybe an hour at a time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hours wise, I think 20 hours is too much. I would say 10 to 15. And 10 15, to 15 is stretching it. Yeah. I only say 25 because like whenever I see a game, like it takes 25 hours to beat. I'm like, oh, yeah. that's like. It might be like a medium game. Yeah. And you're also, you have to think about like, you have more patience with games. Yeah. So you can play for a long period of time. Whereas for me, like we, like I, I'm good for to play for like a good hour and a half, two hours. Yeah. After that point, I'm just like, all right, I'm done playing this today. Yeah. I can play Sims for five hours. Which you did yesterday. Yes, I did. Yeah. Um, But... A regular game, like we were playing um, Vampire. Yeah. And I was like, after, what was it, like an hour and a half, two hours? About two hours. Two yeah, and about hours. two hours. Mm -hmm. I was like, all right, I'm done for today. Yeah. Like, it's not like it's hard. It's just yeah. a lot of mental. Exactly. Stuff. And as, well, I'll get to that in a minute. But as adults, you know, shorter games are just. Yeah, shorter games are just. 
like more appealing when you don't have as much time to commit. Yeah. So now that we have our uh, let's let's agree like the middle ground, say like 10 to 15 hours is like the cutoff. Yeah. Like it can be two to 15 hours is a short game. Yeah. Yeah. That That's that's the cutoff for us. So that's our definition right now. Um, but here's the thing, though. The beauty about short games, though, uh, that two to 15 hour mark. Short games can also leave you unsatisfied. Like, I wrote down the example, Gone Home. I don't care. This is my opinion. I'm sorry, but I do care about your opinion. You're value to me. You're an awesome human being. How you doing? Anyway. So, Gone Home left me very unsatisfied. Yeah. Like, you get to the end, and I'm not going to spoil it at all. You get to the end, and you just, you see their credits rolling. I'm like, that was it? That was the solution? Yeah. And like sleeping on it, I was just like, okay, I see where you were going. You're trying to like build me up to think that like something's bigger than than it's not. But I feel like that's also could be why you weren't satisfied. It I don't yeah. think it mattered how long or short that game was. Yeah. It was that the ending wasn't satisfactory to you. Mm -hmm. But I feel like if it was three hours of like work. Yeah. It was, a, that, it was a walking sim. Yeah, exactly. So if it was a different, I think I just feel like that wasn't your game. I don't think that yeah. was because of the length. I think that was because that just wasn't your game. And that's the thing. Like, but but that's the thing. It was three hours though, and that's yeah. why I wrote in my notes. Like, it wasn't satisfying, but it didn't invest so much time. Yeah. Where it was just like, that's what I built up to. But like, yeah, you didn't spend days, <clears throat> you know, trying to beat yeah. this game, and it was for nothing. And plus, I got it for free on games, uh, games with gold. Yeah. So that, that you didn't even waste money on I it. I didn't even waste money on it. So like, I was unsatisfied, but I wasn't like disappointed. Mad. I wasn't disappointed. I wasn't even mad because yeah. I only invested three hours. Didn't invest any money. You yeah. Know? So, you know, that's the beauty about short games, though, is that if you have an unsatisfying ending, it's not like you invested all of your time with mm -hmm. it. So I, I think that's just what's really good about short yeah. games versus like really long games. And you get to the end, and it's just like, my goodness. Like, I'll say that Red Dead Redemption 2, I'm not going to spoil the ending, but it took me 60 hours with maybe five side quests. Mm -hmm. It took me 60 hours to beat the main story. It took me a month straight. Like, I, I played that game for a month. And I got to the end, and I was just like, ah, okay. Like, it wasn't a bad ending. It yeah. was just kind of like... Yep, that's the ending. Yeah. All right, cool. And I just kind of felt like, I don't want to say empty either. That's a, it's a bit like, <laughs> it's a bit much. It's left me empty inside, a hole in my heart. Um, but just left me like, okay, that was that was a waste of 60 <laughs> hours. Uh, I might replay it again, but that's the, that's the other part um, I want to jump into. Yeah. Like talking about Red Dead Redemption 2, like I might replay it. I might go back to it. But 60 hours I have to mm -hmm. invest again. Yeah. Whereas the other beauty of a short game is that short games allow you to have more replayability, which you yeah. can argue gives more value to the game. Mm-hmm. Without exaggerating, how many times have I played Oxenfree? I was about to bring that up. How many times? Um, oh, 10. I'm going to be nice and say 10. You're gonna, that's really nice. I know. You're, you're so I don't kind wanna to go, me. I don't want to go over, but I also, I'm not always home when you play it. You, <laughs> I'm not. You, I know. A lot of times you play it when I'm at work and I don't even know you. Like last time we talked about this, I gave a low number and you were like, no, it's way more than that. And way I was more. like, I'm at work usually when you play. So you can play it like two times over while I'm at work. So. Really? Honestly, yeah. Um, but that's the thing, like it allows more replayability so that if maybe if you didn't understand the ending, you can go right back into it mm -hmm. and just say like, okay, I didn't get it the first time. Maybe if I play it, I don't know, like 25 more times, mm -hmm. like I did in Oxenfree, um, 26. Because but it does give it that replayability because you can, it allows you to have time yeah. to play it again. Exactly. I can just come right back to it. Yeah. You know? And I don't know. There, there's some games that there's even some short games that I'll never go back to just because, you know, it's not really worth it to me. Like I, I just I just played uh, Dear Esther on Monday or last Monday or whenever I played it. I forget when I played it. It was a couple of weeks ago, actually. It was a couple of weeks ago. No, because uh, it was this past week. I can't remember what day it was, but you played it. <laughs> I, I played it. That's all that matters. Thursday. I played it on Thursday because okay. Thursday is my day off. Um, 
But yeah, I played Dear Esther, and it was a short game. It, it took me about an hour and 15 minutes to beat it. And I was just like, yeah, that was nice. And just kind of like yeah. left it at that. And I also listened to uh, The Greatest Story I Ever Played um, podcast on it. And, you know, I, I started to understand a little bit more. I'm like, that was great. But if I really want to go back to it, it was only an hour and 15 minutes. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's really short. That's less than a movie. It is. Uh, honestly. And it's just like, it, it allows you to go back and just say, like, I didn't understand it. Maybe I can play it again over and over and over again and just really enjoy yeah. uh, the story plot to it. Whereas like longer games, it's just like, I really, I, I really do want to make different choices. I want to make mm -hmm. different like uh, choices in my RPG elements, but it's just like, yeah. oh, do I have to invest that much time yeah, into it? Yeah, that's where I am with um, Until Dawn. Yeah. I would love to play that again. I would love to play that again, but it takes so much time. Yeah. How long did you think that was? That was maybe, mm. that was maybe a 20 hour game. Yeah. Something like that. I know I play, I that was one game that I like actually got obsessed with and I played that. Like. Yeah. Until Dawn, how long to beat? Um, we're just going to 12 hours. Really? Yeah, I was actually going to say, when you said 20, I was like, I think it was more like 10. Yeah. But that's the thing. Like, even 12 hours to you is kind of like, meh, you know. That's yeah, like to me, I was like, because for me, where I don't, like I said, I don't, I can't invest a long period of time. I can only play for an hour or two at a time. Mm -hmm. 12 hours is a lot. Yeah. For someone who works. Yeah. Like, I don't have that for one to two hours a day. That's mm -hmm. six days. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, um, when I when I work full time ministry, I don't have time to like, I really want to replay Skyrim for the 10th time. <laughs> um, but I really want to go back to Skyrim again. And that's the other thing. Oh, not even Skyrim. I just signed up for Game Pass. Oh right? my gosh, his head exploded. I know, and I was—he was having literal anxiety about I was. playing all these games. He's like, "What if I I play them and I and I really like having Game Pass, and then we have to buy it again?" He's like, "He's like, well, I'm never gonna finish these games." He's like, uh, yeah. "I have so many games to play." Like, he was having so much anxiety about how much how happy he was to have Game Pass. It was. So he was scared to like Game Pass. Because I got the three months for a dollar, right? And I was just like, oh, you know what? Why not? Because Vampire, I, I haven't played Vampire yet. Uh, and it was on sale for $15, but it was on Game Pass. And I can have three months of Game Pass for a dollar. So I was just like, why not just do that? And if I like Vampire, then I'll buy it, right? Yeah. So I got the three months for a dollar and I looked through the game list and I was like, oh my goodness, there's so many good games on he here. He was like freaking out. Oh my gosh, it's this. Oh my gosh, they have this. Oh man, they have this. Like it was yeah. so funny. Oh my gosh. And like, uh, but I get so anxious if I can't beat a game, you know, like because I want to finish the story, I want mm -hmm. to. But with full time ministry, it's just I don't have as much time as I want to. Yeah. Right. Uh, but thankfully, short games give you that short burst that you can replay it, you can really enjoy it, and it's not like too long of an investment, and yeah. I can play it on my day off. Yeah. And I and I have some. Um, a list here of some really good modern uh, short games because there's plenty of we can go back to retro games oh, where yeah, retro I games mean, like took eight hours tops right yeah. uh, but some modern ones right that if it's your day off like I usually do like Mondays and Thursdays are usually my day off Thursdays mostly yeah mm -hmm. today we, we have a lot of things to do we have a lot yeah. of stores to go to and then got chores to do and so Thursday is really my gaming yeah. day um, but once you know oxen free oh no oxen free that's on my list so no, yeah. oxen free hue if you haven't played hue you're not my friend that is also on game pass now yeah <laughs> which like, also made adam very happy yeah because i have it on pc and i really want to play on my xbox with the 4k tv and the xbox one x and i know i and i have a 4k monitor but i want to play on my xbox that's all but and our tv screen's bigger than your computer screen yeah and it's also a uh, 1060 GPU. So, but anyways, um, but yeah. So there's Hugh. I'm just kidding. You can be my friend if you haven't played Hugh. But honestly, if you haven't played Hugh, you're not my friend. Oh my goodness. Uh, there's also the Turing Test, which is almost like a, a modern day Portal. I think I described it as Turing Test was really no no no. It wasn't Portal. Maybe it was Portal. I can't remember. But I re I remember I really really enjoyed Turing Test. Like that was a really good short game, and I think that was four to five hours. Uh, what remains of Edith Finch? 
an amazing story. Like it's a very good walking sim, but it's a walking sim that revolutionizes the genre, in my opinion. It's the best of the best in terms of walking simulators. Definitely go play that. That's on Game Pass. Just letting you know. Uh, Tacoma. So Tacoma's like that's coming to Game Pass, I believe, too. Um, for anybody on Game Pass. Oh my goodness. But I also play Tacoma on PC too. And I love Tacoma because Tacoma is from the same makers as Gone Home. And I was like, okay, I'm not expecting too much, but I loved Tacoma. I I played that game three times. So I, I beat it the first time, and then I beat it a second time just to understand the story. And then I watched it again with a director's commentary. And it was just so worth it. If you ever have the chance to play Tacoma, if if any on these games that you should play, I, I definitely recommend Tacoma because mm. it, it's very sci-fi-esque. It's like Prey, but with less um, with less anxiety, I'll say. So Tacoma's really good. The Swapper, Firewatch, Abzu. Abzu's from the same creators as Journey. So these are really good modern afternoon playthrough games. And there's so many more I can list out here. But these are some really good examples where you can just go on. They're cheap. That's the other thing. Short, short games like this, like Hue, I think is $15 normally. Mm-hmm. Hue is a really fun game. Tacoma is a really fun game. Tacoma is, I think, $20. And these are really short games that you can have in short bursts. And you can have a lot out of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last couple things we want to say is that um, we, we brought this up before with being adults. And we have less time. We're, we're full-time workers. But with less time on our hands as adults, the best kinds of games are short ones because mm-hmm. it, we're we're more comfortable just like saying like, okay, I can invest my time into this. Yeah. Like when I found out, um, what am I playing? Thimbleweed Park. Yeah, Thimbleweed yeah. Park. When I was 11 hours, I'm like, oh, I can totally play that. And I'm loving it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but but for, for you, if I were to put out like, hey, this game is... 30 hours long would you be willing to play it i would be willing but it's gonna take me a long time to do it like when was like we haven't played um the last of us since Mm -hmm. february because i've been so busy i just haven't been in the mental state to get back into playing it right um and that's you know a decent length game yeah Um, i would say that's 25 hours yeah probably but yeah Um, i wouldn't know because i haven't finished it yet but yeah yeah it's like those games it's like i want to play them like i have games in my backlog like i still have to finish this is us i have to fit or the last of us 15 and a half hours why are all my games so short (laughs) and feel so long i know (laughs) i feel like we've already invested 15 hours in this game right um but i still have to finish the last of us Mm -hmm. i have to finish um beyond two souls and i have to play detroit i haven't even started detroit no i'm so sorry people i did watch a playthrough i do know how detroit is played but you just want to make your own choices yeah no i'm just letting people know that it's not like i'm like late Mm -hmm. to the game i've watched it be played we just didn't get a playstation till after the fact right um but i really 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 like detroit is part of the reason why i wanted the playstation i want to play that game so bad Mm -hmm. (laughs) um but i want that to be the last one i play i want to finish everything and then solely focus on detroit yeah so and that's the thing, like with with short games, you can you're more comfortable having multiple amounts of them. Yeah. You know, like and that's what I would rather have. I would rather have a multiple amounts of short games, like these four, uh, these two to fifteen hour games, mm-hmm. rather than just a really long game like Red Dead Redemption Two or Skyrim, where I'm only invested in one game. And I get yeah. anxious because I haven't beaten it yet. Yeah. Where you're just like, all right, I really want to play my other games, but I need to finish this first. It's like, yeah, is this going to be done yet? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But with short games, you can just play like one a week yeah. if you wanted to, which uh, that's what the Story Ever Played podcaster does. does. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, if you haven't listened to his podcast yet or uh, Good Game, Great Game, you know, they're they're both uh, story games uh, podcasts. So definitely go check them out. Um, but yeah, but because we're grown adults, we don't have as much time on our hands as much as I want to. Yeah. If I was, and here's the thing, there's so many, there's so many games releasing that now if I had game pass when I was a teenager, I would freak out. Like my head would explode. Yeah. Like I would fail all my classes, except I already did. I was going to (laughs) say, but, 
Uh, yeah, I wasn't too hot in school, nonetheless. You didn't fail. I failed my freshman year in okay. both high school and college. You can't fail your freshman year of college. I you did. Oh, yeah, I thought it was because you changed your major. No. And because you failed. No. <laughs> well, not fail, but like because you failed some classes. Yeah. And because you changed your major. Anyway. Yeah. So final thoughts on this. It's not to say that long games are bad. We're not against having longer yeah. games. It's just that when we don't have as much time in our hands and we want to experience yeah. as many worlds as we want to. Uh, Short games are more attractive. Exactly. If you if you gave me a game, honestly, I would ask you like, well, how long does it take to beat? Like, if you recommended a game to me, yeah. I would be like, how long does it take to beat? And if you say, oh, it's an always online game, it's Fallout seventy six, and I would say, get that garbage out of my face. <laughs> but if you said like, oh, it only takes like eight hours, mm -hmm. I would be like, okay, I'm more inclined to play it. Yeah, just because I don't have as much time as I want to, mm -hmm. right? Like, I still haven't, I haven't touched Division two in like a couple weeks. Just because yeah. it's always online, um, it's a longer story, whereas I want to play Thimbleweed Park, where it's a short burst, funny game. Yeah. Uh, and you should play Hugh. That's all I'm going to say. You should play Hugh. You're it, talking to me or the listeners? Both, actually. I'm not playing Hugh. You have to play Hugh. I'm not playing Hugh. Hugh! No. Dun, 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 Unless you want our TV screen to break. Why? Because I threw the controller at it. No! I'm not it's playing so easy. Hugh. Also, I get migraines and I don't want to no. play Hugh. The Hugh soundtrack is so gorgeous. I love it. Just like, just go on the main menu of Hugh and just chill with that for 10 hours. You're fine. But, so I think this is a good way to close this off. So it's not to say that we're against long games. It's just that this is the case for short games. You know, mm -hmm. uh, we want to give recognition to like those, those um, developers that just give you a short burst, a concentrated story experience where you can replay over and over again and not feel guilty uh, about not finishing it. It's not like you have a really long game. And you just feel guilty that like, oh man, I still haven't beat it. I don't know when I'm going to beat it. Whereas a game that's only takes five hours to beat like you, um, then you can just say like, oh, I can beat it tomorrow if I want mm -hmm. to. I can beat it on my weekend. Or if you have kids, I can beat it in two weeks. But yeah. basically. But that's the thing. It's short bursts. And you can yeah. just like go through it and just have a really good time, really concentrated story. And it's not a lot of time invested when you have zero time. Yeah. So like I said, we listed out some recommendations for you. But definitely go check them out. But also like you know get some of your friends recommendations too do you have yeah. any recommendations of a good short story um i don't play short games apparently oh um they're short by my standards apparently but apparently i need to change yeah how long i think a short game is dang because all my games are taking me a long time to finish and they're mm. only like 10 hours but you do recommend the sims 4 I always recommend Sims 4. That's, of course. That would be considered a very long game. If you're trying to beat, like, if you're trying to get all the mm -hmm. trophies, it's a long game. Yeah, true. So I think we can end our podcast here. What yeah. do you think? Yeah. I think we're good. Is uh is the Floki taking a nap? No. Oh, he's awake? Yep. Nice. So... Thank you again for listening to this week's episode. We just want to shout out once again. You can follow us on Twitter at Gaming Groceries, or you can follow us individually. I'm at Ace the Grocer. And I'm at Journey First. You can also follow us on Instagram, Games and Groceries, all one word. Check out our website, gamesandgroceries.com, where you can listen to all the podcasts on there. Uh, you can check out some articles that I wrote. Uh, I want to write at least one article per week, so uh, do enjoy those. And on May 20th will be our episode 50 ask us anything episode so please submit your questions either tweet at us using the hashtag gg50 or you can email your questions at uh games and groceries at gmail.com and we'll answer as many questions as you want and yes if you're a friend of the show i have been asked um like oh adam like i listen to you we're buddies uh is it okay if i submit a question or do you want strangers to if you're a friend, if you're a foe, if you're a stranger, it doesn't matter. Submit your questions. We really don't care. We'll answer it. Well, we do care because we love you so yeah. much. Um, all right. So I think that's it. We thank you again for listening to this week's episode. We hope you have you back here for next week's episode where we talk about Life is Strange Season 2, Episode 3, and our thoughts on it. So thank you again for listening this week. We hope you have a phenomenal week. 
Have a good one. Bye.